Okay, hi, and welcome back, Attorney Steve Vondran, and welcome back to Vondran Legal Hour. In this episode, we are talking about Malibu media videos, BitTorrent downloads, P2P, peer-to-peer, and copyright infringement, and maybe some things in between. So, anyway, without further ado, we're licensed to practice law in California and Arizona. We handle federal intellectual property cases, copyright, and trademark across the United States, okay? So if you have a copyright issue, trademark issue, give us a call, we're happy to help out. But one of the big areas that we've been dealing with lately is the area of copyright infringement, okay? And this is, you know, it's becoming a big area of the law. I think we're just seeing more and more activities, more and more lawsuits in this area. I mean, we just saw one with, I think, Department of Justice is going after one of the big um, torrent sites. I think it's Kickass Torrents, and so you have the Department of Justice now getting involved in this. You know, showing that it is a very serious issue of file sharing, sharing files with other people. Now, I think where a lot of people go wrong, and and maybe some younger kids, is they get on the internet and they see you know um, these shop, uh, file sharing applications like BitTorrent or Kodi is another one where you can share your files with other people, pictures, you can share video games, you can share software products and and crack codes and all kinds of things that people are doing. So so people just think it's free. They think it's, well, if it's on the internet, it must be free. Maybe it's a trial version of something, I don't know. But, you know, people, most people don't understand the copyright implications. Now, sometimes you may not even see a copyright notice And you may say, well, how did I know this is copyrighted? That's the key. This is the kicker. Creative works that are fixed in a tangible medium of expression, um, like a software disc, like a book, um, like a song, like a music disc or a music file or a MIDI file or a lyric sheet, um, all kinds of things. If they're fixed in a tangible medium of expression, they're automatically entitled and automatically, automatically have the copyright protection okay so it has the copyright protection so you know when you share these when you download these you're essentially making a copy right you're making a copy of the goods and what happens on these file sharing sites is usually what happens is you leave yourself open to sharing or allowing others to come in and pull the song or music or the software off of your computer And so now, in the minds of the copyright holders, you are distributing, distributing, okay? So these are some of the exclusive rights of a copyright holder, the right to copy and the right to distribute. So they feel that while you're having fun enjoying these movies, maybe it's a new release, maybe it's something somebody videotaped illegally at a theater or a movie studio, and put it up on the internet for all to enjoy. Uh, there was a case on that. Um, somebody got 33 months in, in prison, basically, for that. So, you know, it could be a lot of different types of circumstances, but these movie companies and music companies, they, what I say, the big ones, you know, the big companies, and, and a lot of smaller ones, actually. We've dealt with a lot of smaller companies, are coming after people for, you know... Um, you know, monetary damages for copyright infringement. So this is something that's very important. And, I, and I've been talking to a lot of parents lately, say, 
Do your kids know that if they download this, you might get a letter. Somebody could hold you liable as the parent for turning a blind eye, you know, or for knowing that your child is involved in this and you go, oh, let's watch a movie together. I just got this on Pirates Bay, you know. So there's a lot of different things that, that can really happen in these scenarios. But, you know, Malibu Media is one that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, these kinds of cases are a little bit tougher because you're dealing with an adult pornographic film company. And, you know, when you get these letters, okay, you may get a letter from your ISP you may get a letter from um, your property management company. We've seen that. And it says, hey, you know, we have been served with a subpoena and we have your IP address and somebody wants to name you in a lawsuit, a, a, normally a federal lawsuit. OK, so it could be down in the southern district in San Diego where the lawsuit is filed. It could be in Los Angeles in the central district court. It could be something up in San Francisco in the Bay Area in northern district court up there okay so i mean it's it's the kind of thing where and and across the country i mean don't i don't want you to think that this is limited to california only because it certainly isn't so you know you get this letter and you're freaking out and you know maybe you have to bring your parents in and say hey um i don't know what do we do folks um maybe they want to try to sue you you have you know a million dollar house and you owe 300,000, you got 700,000 in equity. And what these copyright companies could do if they really want to get aggressive and go to court, sometimes we refer to that as the copyright bully that really, you know, wants to stick it to you for downloading or sharing a movie. You know, they're, they have at their, at their disposable, disposal, a nice statute, a legal statute that provides for up to $150,000 per infringed copyrighted work. In the area of movies, you might be looking at, um, you know, 50 different movies, some 50 different pornos that were downloaded. And sometimes you'll get a list of the sheet, the, the names, the names of these movies. And you know, they're, you know, they're pornographic movies. So, you know, it's not the kind of stuff that most people really want to have their name associated with a Malibu media um, lawsuit. Okay. There's lots of other pornography companies. I'm not signaling, signaling out Malibu media. It's just, they file a lot of them. They're kind of the granddaddy of the, uh, the BitTorrent, um, BitTorrent uh, illegal download cases. So anyway, so, you know, there are some limited defenses that can be raised. Um, you know, sometimes maybe you have an unsecured Wi-Fi and it wasn't you. Maybe somebody else was downloading because usually what they have is the IP subscriber's address, okay, the IP address. But they don't have your name and so they're going to try to get your name. So one of the things we try to do is get this case, get in, don't wait, don't sit and wait around, don't wait to get named as a defendant because, you know, once your name gets on put onto the lawsuit, and let me backtrack for a second, but lots of the lawsuits are filed as Jane Doe or John Doe, like Malibu Media versus John Doe, okay? And so that's just simply telling the court, we don't know their names yet, but once we find out, we're going to amend the complaint and put in that person and now their name will be on the case. So it may become Malibu Media um, versus John Jones, okay, for example. So, you know, these are the kinds of things that happen. Now, once it's named, you know, these federal lawsuits, lots of times you'll see they end up 
on the internet. They end up on different sites on the internet or people start talking. There are sites that track the torrent lawsuits. Now your cases are, are like trackable. So, you know, it can create a big problem. It can create a big problem also if you're a tenant in a, in a uh, residential building and you're renting and your lease says that you've agreed to follow all laws, rules, and regulations, state and federal. So, you know, somebody could argue if you end up in a lawsuit, um, hey, is this person violating that provision? You know, maybe they should be evicted. So there's a lot of different ramifications. And in my mind, um, there's lots of reasons to just come forward and try to get it resolved. Now, I'm, that being said, some people will tell you, oh, just ignore it. Just ignore it. Um, it will go away. But, you know, the problem with that approach is, and I'm not saying maybe it hasn't worked here and there for other people, but is they then get your name from the serving the, serving the subpoena. Remember, the complaint's already been filed with the court. They do the motion for expedited discovery so they can start serving subpoenas right away. Okay, that's how these things work. So, you know, they're, they're on the move. So you have to think about, do you want to get your name up there named in a lawsuit or do you want to say, hey, maybe I'll just call attorney Steve and maybe we can just try to get this thing settled. In some cases, we can get it settled with anonymity um, where you're signing your settlement agreement with, you know, basically, um, you know, we're signing it on behalf of your you as John Doe. So, you know, to try to keep things settled and, and so forth and so on. So there's different settlement strategies. Every case is a little bit different. Um, depends on a lot of things. It depends on the person who downloaded it. It depends on how many titles. Depends on weighing any defenses that may be available. So we can help you negotiate these cases. If you received a notice of copyright infringement or an ISP subpoena notice um, or a federal, sometimes you might even have the federal law lawsuit served um, right there on your uh, porch in the morning. You know, sometimes in federal courts, the attorneys get a little more lax and they go, hey, you live there. It's likely to, you know, be delivered to you. So that's good enough. Open it up. You know you're being sued. So, you know, there could be service issues involved, so forth and so on. So at any rate, that's a basic overview. So if you're down, um, you know, like I said, in, in basically anywhere, you're being sued by Malibu Media in a federal court give us a call. We can talk, talk to you, talk to you through it. And like I said, we offer low flat rate fees to try to get these things resolved quick. Um, if we have to do litigation and we have defenses or there's, there's really grounds worth fighting, if there's, you know, a reason, then, you know, that's a different, different story. You know, it's hard to predict what litigation is going to cost. But in many cases of these copyright cases that we've dealt with, dealing both with adult media companies and software companies and, you know, pictures, photographers, you know, we can get these cases settled usually. And so give us a call. We're happy to talk. You can find out more about our copyright infringement services by going to the website copyrightbully.com, copyrightbully.com. Okay. So this has been a general overview. This is not legal advice. It's just general information. I hope you've enjoyed this. If you like the show, Give us a thumbs up if you're watching this on YouTube. Boom. Click that red V. See that V there? Boom. Click that red V. Subscribe, baby. Getting our channel up there by providing the content that people want to hear about. Okay? 
So thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Have a great day. We'll see you again. Attorney Steve out.